Three, two, one, and we're live. My advice to you is to start drinking heavily. You better listen to him, Flounder. He's in pre-med. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Devil Speak Studios and on Fridays for the second week. Hopefully we will continue this up. Uh, we have Dads That Drink, where we talk about our week, we talk about TV, we talk about movies, we talk about everything that's kind of going on around us, in our lives, our families, all those different kinds of things. And as always, Chris is back. We, we almost lost him tonight. Uh, I asked him today, are you ready for tonight? He said, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> we found him. He's <coughs> here. Chris, I know you had a long week. You're with us though for the, for the long haul, right? Long haul. Okay. So we got a bunch of stuff to talk about tonight. Bunch of stuff. We're going to talk about fast and furious nine. It's, it's coming out. Uh, Mortal Kombat is being re-released. We're going to talk about a couple of the 100 best movies of the decade. Uh, Wakanda, uh, from Black Panther fame, has been taken out of a free trade agreement with the United States. And we're going to talk about a beer that was launched by El Chapo's daughter. And it's El Chapo beer. So... The first thing, though, that I want to talk about tonight, Chris, and you told me that you wanted to talk about this this week, is idiots at your job. And everyone has them. Uh, you and I are no different. So since you wanted to talk about this, uh, you kind of start this conversation, and, and we'll go from there. Yeah, man. I... You ever have that whole worker where you just walk in? You look at them, you're like, God damn, you're such an idiot. And then you got to deal with them for like yeah. periods yeah. of the day. And you can't really even be uh, rude to them, as they say. Okay. So you, just, you just look at them and you're just like, God, I, I just hope you walk into traffic today and like no one stops. Like, <laughs> like God dang, you know, man? Like, So can you give us a particular for that one? Yeah, not a man. not a particular person. Maybe just a particular incident that happened this week. Because I can I can think of a couple, but I'm going to let you go ahead, and then we'll oh. go into mine. All right, let me think. Because I mean, they did some stupid shit this week, so it's like they do so much, and it's kind of hard to. So I'm guessing it's two people at once, and I think I know who you're talking to. We'll just call them uh, uh, the Schwinn family. <laughs> I like that. This one. Okay. So, okay. So if you can make a joke about something or somebody, you know, it's okay at that point in time. And then you make a meme about it or something, and then they get mad about it. Mm -hmm. And then snitch to your supervisor. That is the most bitch, bitch made thing on the fucking planet to do. I'm sorry. It just is like, it's a meme for one. Like you look mm -hmm. at on Instagram, they're all over the place. Like it's a meme. Be an adult. It's not. It's not a big deal. Why are you gonna go snitch about it? So then you look at them and you're like, so not only you're a snitch, but you're stupid. So you're. A, I think you brought it up too. You brought it up. It was pretty funny. You said uh, they had on their desk 
uh, this book, this self-help book, the uh, subtle Muslim, art of not giving a giving fuck. a fuck. Yeah, and then so you, so you're like, well, I guess they didn't read the book all the way because if they would have did, they wouldn't even send your supervisor about the meme. And you're just like, God, how are people like you alive and get to the day? And you just shake your head, and, like, and then you wish they walked into traffic. So, I mean. <laughs> It is, it is what it is. You can't like just shake it off. But God, you just, you just gotta think to yourself like, is this where we are as a society? Where we got people like this who just slip through the cracks? Because any other day, they probably would have been eaten by a dinosaur or some shit. Because they're just so stupid. Well, if they did get eaten by that dinosaur, they probably would have told on it. So, uh, <laughs> here's my here's my whole thing. We we are adults, and and I'm I'm more advanced than you are. Um, because I'm, well, I'm quite a bit older than you. I would say probably 10 years older. Oh yeah. You're up and, there, man. Yeah. And here's the way I look at it. Like if someone makes a joke about you, whether it's good, whether it's bad, because believe me, I've heard a lot about this show. I've been teased a lot about doing this kind of stuff. Uh, at least they're talking about you. That's, that's the way I look at it is at least they're talking about you, whether it be good, whether it be bad, you're on their mind. And that's what I think is great because if they're on your mind, uh, excuse me, if you're on their mind, then you've already won because they have to talk about you when you're not even around or they have to make sure. And, and here's the funny part about what you, what you were saying about these people was they didn't even know who did it. It was just a blanket telling on people like, <laughs> yeah, it was like, like just whoever comes in the crossfire of it. That's just a, just a, blitzkrieg type thing like hey you know what you're in the general area so everybody's getting it you're like what the hell yeah and 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 i know you guys were told that you can't do that you can't put up pictures that that make fun and stuff like that but i i I believe that that is i believe that's one of the best parts of our job that that we can make fun of each other and treat each other essentially like family and and i think that in today's world, we need more of that. We need more of self-deprecation, more humiliation, and just knowing that, you know. You know, you're right. Because if people have more fucking self, what did you call it? Uh, Deprecation. Yeah. Motherfuckers wouldn't be doing stupid shit like Lizzo fucking having butt cheeks hanging out at the Lakers game. So it would be kind of like, motherfucker has that, that line to cross. And we would know not to cross it. And I think that's what we're missing as a society nowadays. Because I'll tell you, man, I don't care if people get mad at me or anything, but we need to bring back, like, shame as a thing of, of society. Society needs shame. Because once you shame, you need to have a little shame. You don't do certain stupid shit that makes other people don't like you. Does that right. make sense? Yeah, and yeah. We, we just don't have that anymore. And it's just kind of weird that we just went away from that as a society. So I'm just like... When you get those two people, co-workers that you deal with who are idiots, and you're like, I would be ashamed to have went and snitched as a 30-smart-year-old person about somebody else. That's just me. You know, I just don't do those things. I just, you know, suck it up and just go on with my day. But, right. you know, to each his own. They make, right. me drink, they make me drink more, which makes me do this podcast, and then which makes us, you know, but that, that's so. what I'm hoping to do with this show is where people can come on. They can, they can leave comments. They can talk about people they work with. Now here is the, the big thing that I had a problem with. And you and I talked about this. Um, when people announce their retirement to people other than their <laughs> friends, uh, 
<laughs> you went on an hour rant, and it was the most funniest rant ever about that. Well, but I get, here, I get it. Here's get the whole it. thing with me: if if you uh, have to put up a flyer that you're retiring, and that that I can leave not knowing you or knowing you and not liking you or whatever the case may be, where I can drop your gift off, where I can drop money off to donate to you that you're retiring. That's crazy to me. Like if, if, if we don't talk on a daily basis or we're not friends, we don't have history. I, I get it. If you have history, if you talk every day, if you do everything like this, but, but we have a job where people in the elevators put flyers up, <laughs> of where their party will be, where you can bring their gift or give money to donate to their retirement. And that is absolutely bananas to me because especially if, you don't know that motherfucker. You're like, you're sitting there looking at you like, who the fuck is that guy? I've never seen him in a day in the office ever. Like, who yeah. Is and, and that's the whole thing. If, if you have to put out a banner for people to come to your party, I don't know, because I would think that when you retire, because I've never retired yet, but that the people that are important to be there will know that I'm retiring. <laughs> will know that I'm having a party. No. And those those because it just seems to me like people are like, just bring a bunch of presents because this is the last time I'm gonna be able to get a group of people together and give me something. And it it bugs the shit out of me when I what see it. What do you it. even give somebody on a retirement nowadays? Like in this whole new world, what do you give anybody to retire? Like I, a fucking stopwatch or some shit? Like yo, like I I don't even know what to even give anybody. A gift card but, to Walmart. But that, but here's the thing that goes back to my point about not knowing you or not hanging out with you or whatever. If if you were to retire, I was to retire. We would know what to give each other. We know what. Uh, you know, we know what we like to watch in movies, TV. We know what kind of uh, liquor or alcohol each other likes. If people like cigars, if pe you know, you know what to give them. It's just like giving your family a present. But if it's just some dude that I've never talked to, I'm not coming dude, to I your retire, party. And if I don't like you, I'm really not coming to your party because dude, when I retire, I'm gonna do like a fucking ghost. Like you're just gonna come into the office and you're gonna see my desk just like cleaned out. And you're like, hey, what, what the fuck happened to Blow? And he's gonna be like, oh, he's gone. Like he's, he's well, he's been gone know, for like two weeks. I, I know fuck? a couple people that have done that. They called in and they said, uh, hey, uh, I'm retiring. They actually called their supervisor and said, hey, I'm retiring. And they were like, oh, that's funny. What, what do you want? A sick day or a vacation day? And they're like, no, I, I'm retiring. And they that's came and turned it. in all their stuff. Uh, people were like scrambling because they'd been around for a long time. They were scrambling to like get them a cake or something like that because deservedly this person needed a cake and stuff. They were a very cool person, but they just wanted to kind of, like you said, pop smoke and leave the area. Yeah, so man. they got him a cake. <clears throat> they got him a cake. The person came in, cut a piece of the cake out, didn't eat the cake, <laughs> cut the piece of the cake out, put it on a plate, said, thanks for the retirement cake. I'm out and walked out of the building and left everyone standing there with a, with a full cake. And I don't know. I was like, wow, that's, that's pretty boss how they did that. So like they didn't like, care. And that, that's the way I kind of look at it. The, the important know. people in your life will know you're retiring. And yeah. it, it just goes back to the thing like we're talking about, like that self-importance thing, like leaving the meme or being offended that someone made a joke about you or being offended that someone left a picture teasing you about an incident that happened. And, and I know we're in the anti-bullying and I, I'm not saying that by any means am I talking about bullying and stuff, but there is a certain level 
of humility and uh, self-awareness that comes with people teasing you about something that might be funny or something that you did that might be funny or so maybe we, even something that you don't think is funny, but everyone else thinks is funny. But I'll tell you what, when you're about to retire, that's when you just don't give a fuck anymore. So you do some fucking pranks on the way out. That's the best thing to do. So like if you're about to retire and you just start going balls to the wall with pranks, because what are they going to do? Fire you? You're retiring. Like you, if it's about, definitely if you're already putting your paperwork. So like just when you're about to retire or whatever, you start just like like the meme thing. You just post their whole fucking desk with just fucking memes. You well, just, I know, just, I know. At one point we had a guy. He's he's no longer there, but he had made a mistake. So they made a picture. They made a meme, they put it on his desk, and it was him and someone else. The other person that he was with that the joke was about thought it was very funny uh, and went along with the joke, went along with the pictures, thought it was hilarious. He, however, was one of those guys that likes to make a joke but doesn't like to take a joke back in return. And so when he came in, he got mad and he ripped the picture down off his desk area and stuff and, you know, kind of yelled that that was stupid that people put that there. So when he left for that day, they put two back in its place. He came in, he tore those down and they wallpapered his entire like locker area with with different pictures, making fun of him about a bunch of different things, not just that incident. Oh, and he came man. in and he got angry and he screamed at everyone again, ripped everything down. Well, when he left that time, they got a dolly and picked up all of his desk and his <laughs> locker and everything and moved it and locked it away. Oh, and so man. I, I think the point is here is that, you know, don't be a douche, take a joke. Yeah. I mean, it, it, this world is way too serious as it is. If someone's making fun of you, just roll with it. I mean, that's yeah, the way to much. do it. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what I would do anyway. So I, I just, I don't know. I don't get it. And, and like you said, the, the thing that really bothers me and it goes back to, you know, both of our stories aren't the same, but they kind of reflect each other is that, is that self-importance. Like someone told that a meme got put up because they thought they were so important that they couldn't be made fun of. The person that I'm talking about thinks they're so important that they need to put a billboard up that they're retiring. And truth be told, people don't care about either one. Negative. Don't give two fucks. Some people just show up to people's retirement, just to eat the cake and then leave. Yeah. I've and, heard those stories. Yeah. Motherfuckers well, just show up to your shit to eat the food and then leave. Well, I'm not that big of a fan of cake, so I don't think I'll be doing that. Now, <laughs> I have been known to when certain people leave that environment and go work somewhere else to start a holiday called cake Tuesday. And <laughs> I found that it was financially not, um, advantageous to keep cake Tuesday going after that person left. So it didn't necessarily have anything to do with them. It was just a delicious cake on the day that they happened to be leaving, not working there anymore. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it might catch on. Some people might yeah. fucking jump onto it. Listen, you never know. When when I heard some of these people that are getting ready to leave, people came to me and asked, when is the next Cake Tuesday? And I said, mm, I don't know. And they go, look, we'll chip in and we can make it Cake Friday. We can make it Cake Tuesday whenever you want. But we'll well, we help chip in it. on this one. Yeah. So I, I guess that left kind of a, a an impression. So that, that's been something that's been bothering me all week because you and I have been in a couple meetings this week where people are just, you know, losing their fucking minds yeah, over nothing. I mean, over ridiculous things. And it's, it's just too, it's too, 
serious of a world as it is to take that kind of shit seriously. And you know what? I'm pretty sure there's somebody out there who works in an office space just like us who are like, holy shit, why is everybody taking things so seriously? We literally work in Connex boxes or what is it? A uh, little cubicles. Little cubicles. Like, yeah. That, that you, know, you, you just really can't take any of this shit seriously. So, oof. They're backtracking. But uh, I don't know, man. Maybe one day people start being fucking assholes and idiots and, you know, and, uh, Learn to fucking relax, just like uh, goddamn. I just well, I have a feeling that the person that you're talking about is going to get promoted into a new position, which they do not deserve, nor do they need. But it's not for me to decide. But I think the person that you're talking about is about to get a promotion. So ain't that about a bitch? Yeah. Well, you know. The the light shines on everyone at different times. So, <laughs> you know, all the right. Light needs to shine, you know, the light needs to shine on. Better Ooh. fucking re- better remakes of fucking reboots in Hollywood. I wish they would stop making these trash ass reboots and make fucking great movies instead of like I don't know. Why are you making reboots of reboots of reboots? Just like a Fast and Furious or not re- uh, Fast and Furious, but what was that one movie I just saw? They did a trailer for, and it's it's pretty bad. I don't know. I just, I just wish they would stop making reboots of movies. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, I'm tired of them using original ideas over and over and over. Someone in Hollywood has to have an original idea. Somebody has to have an original idea. Well, it, I- it it's funny because that's the next thing that that uh, I want to bring up is because uh, we always kind of talk about movies every night or on all the shows. So, uh, Fast and the Furious Nine. Why is there nine of them? Who keeps me? I want to find this executive and kick him in the balls. Why do you keep making these movies? But who's here's the thing. To, they're watching well, these things. It's because they're making money. That's the whole thing. They're making money. And that's the way that it goes in Hollywood now. Now, I will say that I did watch uh, Hobbs and Shaw, which is kind of a break off. It's characters from Fast and Furious, but it was the really? rock. And, yeah, I thought and I thought it was good. I really did. I refuse um, to partake in this madness. No, I, I, I think it was really, I, I think it was good. Now, Fast and Furious 9, it's filming right now. Uh, it's set for release in less than a year, uh, according Ugh. to the guys over at Cinema Blend. Uh, Dwayne Johnson and Jathan Statham were busy shooting uh, Hobbs and Shaw, which has already come out. Um, and so I don't think that, uh, the Rock's going to take part in Fast and Furious Nine, according to this. Why? Because um, him and Tyrese is still beefing over stupid shit. Well, no, I guess according to everybody, um, uh, everything from the sets from the last Fast and Furious is that he's he's super um, serious about uh, everything that he's doing on set, and he expects people to do the same things. He expects them to be there when he's there. He expects them to know their lines right away. And so supposedly he, he argued with a lot of people on the set last time. So you have so people. You from, me, go ahead. So you tell me he, he had a good worth ethic and then he expects everybody else to have a good worth ethic. And now they're mad at him about that. Is that well, that supposedly him and Vin Diesel don't like each other at all. Like they argued uh, a lot on the last Fast and Furious. So, of course, in the new cast lineup, you have Vin Diesel, of course. Um, you uh, have Michelle Rodriguez. You have Tyrese is going to be back. 
You have Ludacris that's going to be back. Uh, I guess you'd call her Natalie uh, Emmanuel. And she, I think, was, yeah, she joined up in seven. So she's only had a couple shows. Uh, Jordana Brewster is going to be back. She's been there from the very beginning. Charlize Theron is going to show up again. Jesus Christ. Helen Mirren, let's just, which... Let's just throw a bunch of shit at the wall and see what sticks. Yeah. Well, so the Helen Mirren, that, which is kind of great because that's uh, Magdalene Shaw, who is from Hobbs and Shaw. That's Jathan Statham's mom in the Hobbs and Shaw movie. So hopefully that means that they're going to swing back towards um, that Hobbs and Shaw, which I think was a lot better than any of the Fast and Furious. A new addition to the cast is going to be John Cena. Uh, and we've all seen him and Bumblebee and Blockers, and he's—I I think he's pretty good. He was in Trainwreck. I think he's a oh pretty God. good actor. Uh, so I think that he's done yeah, a couple he action sh- movies, and he does a lot of B sh- B list bullshit does, too. And and he does he does like the Marine, but I think um, that Marine series is like a WWE series now because I think oh that Lord. he's done them, and I think like Mike the Miz is taking over now, and. <sighs> And he's going to, you know, he's going to kind of take over the series because he's the new star and everything. Uh, This is why Netflix is winning. This is why the streaming sites are winning. They're making the original ideas that people actually want to fucking see. Only an idiot really wants to go watch Fast and Furious 9 and just sit there for two to three hours seeing cars do flips and see a a really paper-thin plot line. I mean, come on, man. I mean, I I watched the last one. For like maybe 30 minutes and i was like what the hell am i watching like i'm wasting my life like it just didn't make any sense none of it makes sense to me I, not in sense I, as in and, and as i'm in, not disagreeing with you at all what i am saying though is that in the beginning they had a great idea and and a couple of the first uh fast and furious were really good i however think that a lot of the people that they have in these movies are not great actors. I don't think Tyrese is a good actor at all. I think he screams every single one of his lines. Um, I think that, you know, he, um, he's just not a good actor. Ludacris is okay. I think, I, I, I think he's okay. I like Vin Diesel. I don't think Michelle Rodriguez is that great of an actress and she's been in a ton of stuff. So I don't know how she can't be a good, how she can't be a good actress, but, I mean, that's that's where we're at. I mean, I, hey, if someone's paying to watch that crap, more power to you. But uh, me personally, I'm not paying to watch that. That's just I'm so tired of seeing the Fast and Furious. Like, just, ugh, just talking about it, it seems like a waste of time. But I would like to talk about that new Netflix movie on um, Netflix coming out in March called uh, Spencer Chronicles. Oh, with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Yes. Well, let me let me finish up with this one real quick. Just a couple of the other people that are going to be in it. Finn Cole is going to be in it. He was in Peaky Blinders, Animal Kingdom, uh, Anna Sawai. uh, I I don't know who that is. Looks like she's with BBC and she did Ninja Assassin. So uh, Vinnie Bennett. So I think there's going to be some stuff to this one. I don't know necessarily that that it's going to be any different than um, anything that they've done before. I, I don't think that we're going to see anything different at all. I think that it's going to be the same and more of the same, like you said. And 
I'm just not real interested in seeing it at, at all. That's what I said. If you're if you want to waste two three hours of your life watching some stupid movie like, I, they lost me when they were in the what was it like? I'm gonna say Antarctica or something like that, and they had the the cars with the tracks on it, and they're like trying to do all these. I'm like, why are these cars in like that Arctic Circle? Like, <laughs> like even when well, they try to, and yeah, and that's a Lamborghini driving. Yeah, I'm like, uh, yeah, what? Like the traction on the wheels wouldn't even keep. Like, what are you talking about? It would be sliding all over the place. But hey, whatever. I know. God, God forbid, I try to keep any of my movies in reality. Yeah, um, well, and and that's the whole thing that um, I don't think that I, I I think it's just about straight about money, and I've said it about a lot of shows that are in Hollywood right now, a lot of movies. I think it, like with the Star Wars, I mean, it's garbage movies anymore, and I think that um, that you know they just slapped the name star Wars on it. They slapped the name fast and furious on it. It's going to make money. They know it's going to make money. They know it's not going to a bomb by any means and they're going to make money. So why not keep making it? And I understand that to a point. I really do. I get that. Yeah. I guess from a money making point of view, but as a I mean, cause they're in the business of making, making money. money, but people make Hollywood work. You know what I mean? Make them work. Stop buying this bullshit. Let them show them by stop buying these bullshit movies and like, hey, I'm not wasting my money on this. You guys come up with a good idea, a good original idea for once, for goddamn once. 2020 is nothing but reboots. For fucking yeah. sake, they're redoing Dune. Like, Dune. That movie was like, God, like four hours long. The original it was the one in 84 or whatever, 86. Yeah, it it's not a great movie. I own no, it. No, but I mean, great. But it was, but it's an, an original idea when it first came out. I don't want to see a remake of that. You know. Now, if you did a split off of it, maybe. But I mean, God, just stop wasting your millions of dollars on bullshit ideas. That's just my 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 take on it. Like, there's so many original ideas out there that they can make movies about, and they're just not even attempting to do it. They're just just being lazy. And people keep buying into it, but it is what it is. You really can't do nothing about it. And that's why Netflix and them are killing it, bro. I'm telling you, Netflix is going to keep killing it because they keep coming up with original content that people actually want to watch. And then you can watch it over and over and over because you're paying for that fee. So, I mean, yeah. And that's why Hollywood's going to lose out, man. They're going to lose out sooner or later. And people are going to just stop buying into their shit. Not to mention hey, it went political. Uh, real quick. Um, Grab onto your your microphone because they're coming out of your headphones because they're rubbing against your hoodie pretty bad. You're getting a lot of oh, my a lot, lot of feedback. So just kind of hold it down in the middle. Yeah, down there. That, I don't bad. think you'll get as much. Uh, so yeah, I I know exactly what you're saying. I, I I completely agree that Netflix is killing it. I mean, I think they got the most nominations of anyone for the Oscars this year. Uh, they, they've got, you know, every big name is coming over and I don't know if it's because the way they look at Netflix, like, Hey, I can't lose if I do this, even if it doesn't make a whole bunch of money, it's just Netflix. It's not a worldwide release. I mean, Netflix, this is crazy. Netflix this year spent $15 billion. Okay. On making their own content. Now they are in debt, $15 billion. Mm -hmm. Th that is a known fact that they're in debt next year. They're going to spend $17 billion on original content next year. 
Do they so, ever going to make that money back? I don't know because here's the thing. I was listening to a podcast the other day and they were talking about it and they said even if they make like a million dollars a month off their subscribers, how long is it going to take to make up that 15? And not only that 15, but they're doubling down next year and they're they're making it to where um they're going to spend not only that 15 billion again, but they're going to spend an additional 2 billion. Now, a lot of people think like I've heard people say like in Hollywood, that's not a lot of money and stuff like that. That's a lot. not a lot of money. Well, Who here's the that? thing though. I'm not even talking about the $15 billion. Of course we know that's big to tack on 2 billion more to that. When you're already 15 billion in debt, that is crazy, but they're going for broke. They're buying movie theaters. They're doing everything yeah, because man. they got shit on by the industry and they were, you know, saying they were up for all these nominations that they should be up for all these nominations for their movies and stuff. And Hollywood was saying, no, not unless you own an actual theater or not unless your movies are in theaters, can they be nominated for the Oscars? So Netflix, like a boss in Hollywood, was like, fuck you, doubled down and bought the Egyptian theater. Now, every movie that they make is up for that. As long as it's a Netflix original, they have a theater now. They can be placed in theaters so they can be put up for, you know, whatever it is. And it I didn't showed... know they even did that. I didn't know they even did that. That's dope. Yeah. And it shows it shows this year because you saw the Irishman do things. I mean, you, you saw a ton of things. Now, whether you agree or disagree that the Irishman was a good movie, I don't it's think it was that movie. good. What? I don't think it. Yeah, I don't think it was that good. But. It's being lauded with praise. Marriage Story. There, there's a ton of Netflix stuff that's out there that that people really want to see. So, because it's original <clears throat> ideas. Once you I put agree. out an original idea, it is interesting. It makes you want to watch it. When I see reboots or not even reboots, just sequels and prequels, and I'm like, there's no originality in this. I don't want to watch this. I already see what the premise you're coming off of. But when you come up with an original idea that might make you know, make a whole new universe or at least broaden my, my mind to like, oh, okay, this might be cool. Like, I thought the Irishman at first was going to be stupid. I was like, ah, this might be stupid. And then the story happened. I was like, oh, shit. That's, I like how they tied in natural history or not natural history, but the, the history of America along with the mob. It's like, they, they did it beautifully. It was just a good story. You might, you might not like the acting in it, maybe. You know, everybody yeah, in there might focus old. I, yeah, but, and, I mean, and and I think that's it. The, the, my my comparison for Irishman was, I felt that it was Goodfellas, uh, tried to be redone. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and, and totally, I get it. I it mean, totally they're the that. ones that made Goodfellas and stuff. Yeah, I, I I get all yeah. that. My my thing was, I thought it was them the trying way, to, but the way they played it off, the way they made it happen. That's what you were just like. Okay, this is pretty cool. To yeah, me, that's I what mean, happened. I, I, now, I think it was okay. I think that, that effects have been done better. I thought the effects were horrible. Um, oh, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah, I'm yeah. talking about the, age, the, the Asian age technique age. that they use. Yeah. I thought that that was horrible. It's been done way better in the Marvel movies. But the funny part of that to me is, is, is the director of this film is the one that talks so bad about Marvel movies. And they've done some of the stuff that he did in this movie better than mm -hmm. him. Really? I think so. I, I think that 
uh, if you look at Ant Man, the age regression in that one. If you look at Avengers, where they where they made Robert Downey Jr. young again, it it was done way better than the Irishman. The Irishman looked like 75, 80 year old men trying to beat someone up. Like they couldn't even swing their legs and stuff, and they tried to to make them look younger. I just think that it was kind of ridiculous. But on the Spencer Confidential that you want to talk about, because I did watch the trailer for this the that other day. That is dope. I thought it was hilarious. It looked funny to me. Like it was yeah, an action, it, it's an action movie, but you could tell it has a lot of comedy in it. It looks good. Uh, I, I will say that Mark Wahlberg has missed the mark a lot. Uh, no, so? no pun intended. Uh, he's made a lot of. He's made some very good movies, and I like him as an actor. Don't get me wrong, but I think he's made some some bad choices of movies. Which, like which one? Um, I think like uh the transformers movies that he's in he's oh, not he's yeah. not good in the transformers movies yeah those were bad those were just really bad yeah i i don't think that you know maybe broken city was that good now don't get me wrong he has awesome movies he had fear which he made uh the other guys the departed the other guys he's made some great movies and he's a funny actor but i think that he's he's missed the mark a couple times i think he's back with this one though and not only him, but Winston Duke. Now, Winston Duke, if you've seen Black Panther, was a big character. Mbuku. In, yeah. Mbuku. You know, uh, also, I noticed that in this movie from the trailer that uh, Post Malone is in this movie. Yep. So Which I, I'm kind of shocked to how, how that is. How easily people who are artists, music artists, are be able to slide into a movie. Does that make sense? Well, I, I think the whole thing with that is that they're already kind of they're already kind of in Hollywood. They're not in Hollywood, but I don't think it's it's as hard for them to um, transition kind over. of transition over because you see it like you said you see it a lot. You see it with I mean, look at just uh, some of the movies that are out you know right now. Uh, Will Smith was a rapper. I mean, and he's one of the biggest Hollywood stars there is, people would argue these days. Um, you have Ludacris that not only has Fast 9 coming out, but he has uh, another movie coming out called um, John Henry. It huh? looks aw yeah, it looks awful. But, <laughs> yeah, I watched the trailer for it. It looks awful. But what I'm saying is that it's it. I think it's a lot easier these days to transfer over from either the music into movies or movies into music because everyone kind of rubs shoulders with each other. And it's just all content. Once you once you're a creator of some type of content, you're able to to gel yourself into another one, I think, at yeah. to a certain point. I, I'm sure that his people were like, look, he just wants a little small role. He just wants to be in a movie. And so you know, they put him in, but I think it looks good. It's the story, uh, how IMDb describes it of an ex felon and former police detective Spencer returns to Boston's criminal underworld to unravel a twisted murder conspiracy. Supposedly this twisted murder conspiracy was, he was working on a case that was tracking down some pretty bad guys, some dirty cops, some dirty political figures. They set him up and he got sent to prison. So when he gets out, he moves into a halfway house. He teams up with, um, Mumbuku. with uh, Mumbuku and uh, <laughs> he will always be known as that just like the guy that played Black Panther he he, he doesn't matter what other role he'll, he'll always be that guy from Black Panther it doesn't matter it doesn't matter whatever movie he does like, Chadwick Boseman 
Yeah. So he did this other movie called uh God damn it. He was like a South African detective. That was the name of that movie. It was on Netflix. I remember that. Um I know uh, that he was in a movie called uh I think it was called oh, All Hail yeah. the King. Yeah, that's what it was. So yeah. All Hail the King. So he's he's going through this this he's literally going through Los Angeles just beating up people and the whole time I'm thinking, why is Black Panther in LA just beating up people? Where's the suit? Like this whole yeah. time I was thinking that. I mean, it was a good yeah. movie. It still was a good movie, but I'm like, why is Black Panther beating up people in uh, L.A.? They pissed yeah. me off. Well, I mean, and and that's what happens. I think that that's what happens. I mean, look at Robert Downey Jr. He played Iron Man forever. Uh, Doolittle just came out, and it that tanked. Stupid. Hor- yeah, it tanked horribly. I think that as much as they don't want to, I think people, I think people get, uh, you know kind of uh, locked into these roles and people know them as, like you said, like Mbuku or Black Panther, or they know them, you know, from their superhero movie, you know, all that kind of stuff. And they get stuck. And then when they try and make another movie, it just doesn't turn out well, no matter how good an actor they are. I think this movie is going to be awesome. I I saw the preview over it. I laughed. It was hilarious to me. Um, For some reason, Mark Wahlberg as like an action star, a comedic action star, just works. Like, I think I I, I would I don't I would know tend what it is about with you. I don't know what it is about him like doing action, but doing also comedy with it. It just works. He's a funny guy. Yeah, I don't I, know what it is. I tend to agree with you. I I would say that yes, he he is, and and I've liked him ever since he was Marky Mark with the Funky Bunch. So. <laughs> I mean, God, I, way to show yeah, your age. Yeah. God, well, dude. listen, I'm, I'm telling you, I mean, I've been around from the beginning, but I, I am not one of those people that won't say that he hasn't missed the mark and he's missed the mark quite a few times in movies. <laughs> I think he probably has, and, and I'm not joking about this. I think he probably has as many flops as he has good movies. Jesus. Well, I like how, okay. So you brought up Marvel, um, which is awesome. So the, I like how the Hollywood is kind of moving into the comic book realm. So did you see the preview for uh, Vin Diesel's Bloodshot? Yeah. Now here's where you're going to have to kind of take over because I don't know anything about that one. Okay. But so I hear is, that people are going oh, crazy about it. That movie looks so dope and it's keeping to the comic book material, which is even better. Okay. So Bloodshot is about this guy, right? He dies. He's a, you know a military guy, whatever. And he gets used as an experiment to have nanobots put in his body to make him the ultimate assassin, right? And literally, he just, but the nanos are the people who create him, make him lose his memory, kind of like Wolverine type deal. And, you know, he has a no shit big circle in his uh, chest, which is a big red circle. And he literally just goes around killing people for the government, pretty much, until one day he's like, why am I killing people? Who are these? Who, Who am I? And then it goes down that storyline of him trying to figure out who he is and he's trying to get back pieces of his mind. But at the same time, he's this unkillable assassin. You can shoot this dude in the face. You can blow him up. These nanobots are, nanobots are putting them right back together. And he's like the ultimate killing machine. And it's literally one of the most dopest comic books ever written. Now they're making a movie. It's once, again, it's once again Vin Diesel. Yeah, that's the only... And here's the only like. thing that I will say to that because I know nothing about this story. I don't know if it could be good. I don't know if it could be bad. You can't here's fuck what it I'll up. Say. Well, here's what can't. I'll say about that. When the first trailer came out, and this was probably probably was a month sure. Yeah, probably that? a month two ago, something like that. Yeah. People lost their shit saying that they messed this character up. Really? Now, 
Now, I don't know anything about the character. I, I know nothing about the comic book. I know nothing about... Well, it, well, when I saw the previews, I liked the previews just because even though it was Vin Diesel, which I think he's like one of the worst actors on the planet, but I like the fact that like, how violent it is because in the comic book, the comic book is pretty fucking violent. Like, this dude's like hacking off people's arms, legs, getting blown up, shooting people, blowing up. You know, he just yeah, goes yeah. balls to the fucking wall. I can see that happening in the movie. Yes, Vin Diesel playing this guy might not have been the best idea, but somebody in Hollywood knew that no one was going to go watch this movie unless there was a superstar starring as Bloodshot. So, but would you say? I, say, I mean, uh, would you say that Vin Diesel is a superstar? Fuck no. I not mean, to me. I mean, not, really? Because not to me, it, but I mean, I mean, he's got like he's like Mark Wahlberg again. He's got a couple things that he's really known for, like Chronicles of Riddick is has a huge cult following. Yeah, man. Uh, Pitch Black has a he's, huge cult following. He's Fast a known and Furious. name. He's a known name. Okay, that's what it is. So he's a known okay, name. so I will agree with that. Now, the storyline for this movie, according to IMDb, is uh, Ray Garrison, an elite soldier who was killed in battle, is brought back to life by an advanced technology that gives him the ability of superhuman strength, fast healing. With his new abilities, he goes after the man who killed his wife, or at least who he believes killed his wife. He blah, soon blah, learn. Blah, blah. He soon comes to learn that not everything he learns can be trusted. The true question is, can he even trust himself? Yeah. So, like I said, if it's good, I'm all for it. I, I love... Uh, now, I would compare this movie to... I don't know if you saw it last year. It was a, it was a smaller film, Upgrade. Yes. Yes. That's, yeah. what I would, that's what I would say this movie is like, is no. Upgrade. And I would have to say it's no. It's not. It's not. Okay. Because well, Upgrade, uh, Upgrade was about the computer. The, how the computer can take over the mind. Okay. It was the computer... Excuse me. Uh, upgrade was all about human interaction with computers and how computers pretty much can take over without us realizing it. Because I mean, when you, you saw the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I, lo I loved it. I thought it was a great premise. I like the way like you didn't really realize what was going on until like it was way too late. You're like, oh shit, that that happened. So like uh, the part where. Uh, where the guy's on that one killing spree, and then he finally gets to the part where, like, he meets the creator of the chip, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, and, uh, I, yeah. I, so I so he's like, yeah. So he meets that guy, and you're like, oh shit, he's about to kill that guy, and everything's about to be gravy. But then the creator's like, nah, bro. Like, I'm, I lost control of this thing like months ago. Like, this thing's been running me. And you're like, oh shit, motherfucking chips in control. Now, yep. and bloodshot. The nanos are never really in control. Oh, in the comic book, they're not really in control unless the story arc changed. And it's been a while since I read the story arc. So, give me some. I'm shooting myself some bell, leaving myself an exit here. When I last read the comic book, the nanobots weren't in control. It was still him in control of the nanobots. It might have changed by now. I don't know. But also in the comic book, the nanobots made a personality for themselves to where it interacts with him in his psyche. So like. He'll be talking to himself to this little figure that pops up in the comic book in the panels. And right. He'll be talking to it, but it's actually in the nanobots he's talking to, but he still is in control. It's just now. The way do you the think? Because I don't see Hollywood going that far with it. Fuck no, they won't. Yeah. It takes too much money and time. They don't. They don't want to dwell into that much. Uh, yeah. Of of you know of a good storyline. God forbid. 
Right, right, now, right. Are you going to watch that Amazon Prime uh, Wheel of Time? I know you read that comic book, or not read, I read that comic book series, but the, read that book series as a, as a kid. No. You never heard of that book series? No. Sci-fi book series, Wheel mm-hmm. of Time? It's a crazy... Uh, it's a lot better than Game of Thrones, put it that way, as a book series. Like, this series, that series of a book, it's been around since, I, since like, the you 80s. Know, it's I, great. Here's the problem that I have with people saying that. It's better than Game of Thrones. Because Game of Thrones is, you know, everything that one. has come out that has been, I don't know, medieval or, uh, you know, in that time frame where there's dragons and swords, uh, case in point, The Witcher. I like everyone's, the Witcher. No, I'm not saying it's bad, but I'm saying everyone's like, oh, man, it makes Game of Thrones look tame. And blah. okay, listen, I wouldn't go that far. Game of Thrones was Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah. I think it's one of the best shows that's ever been made it ended right it ended horribly i will say but up until then i think it was one of the best seasons so i'm you know i'm all for i'm not yeah i'm not a big fantasy guy it took me a while to get into game of thrones once i got into it i loved it but it took me a while to get into it um but you know like i said it it, it's gonna take it, I'm gonna have to be won over by it. I'm not just gonna automatically Damn, go. You gonna make them. You gonna make them earn that fucking sixteen ninety nine a month, huh? Yeah, I mean, I you know, I already have Prime and stuff, but there's a lot of stuff that I don't watch on there, and and it's gonna have to do something to make me watch this one. So you know, earlier we were talking about uh, Black Panther and uh, Buku and Iraimum. Uh, Mbuku. Uh, so I wanted to to show you this that um, I don't know if you knew, but uh, Wakanda free trade forever. Now <laughs> about that just this shows how stupid people are. Really. Now this Holy comes shit. from from Reuters. Wakanda free trade forever. Fictional nation removed from U.S. trade list. It says the U.S. Department of Agriculture said it removed the fictional country of Wakanda from an online list of nations that have free trade agreements with the United States on Thursday. So the whole thing to this was, uh, of course, everyone knows the kingdom of Wakanda is home to Black Panther. It's not a real place. It's never really existed. Or has Uh, it? now <laughs> well well Shit. so here's the thing so it says while we remove the kingdom of wakanda from our list of u.s free trade partners our relationship will always be strong hashtag wakanda forever uh the usda tweeted from its official account That's it didn't respond to questions or anything but they found out later on from a spokesperson that told the washington post that the mythical African nation from the universe of Marvel superheroes was a mistake made as part of a test officials were running. So I guess they've added this in um, and we're using it to see if you could click on things and see that it would go through because it was kind of an online system. Uh, He goes on to say that he was very confused at first and thought I misremembered the country from the movie and got it confused with something else. Uh, before it was removed, he managed to download an Excel sheet listed, uh, listing Lord. harmonized schedule tariff codes for various categories of goods traded between Wakanda and the United States, including live animals, dairy goods, tobacco, Lord. and alcohol. Now, if you look over here, I don't know if you can see it too well. Let's see if we can bring it up. So this is what 
the actual uh, website look like? It's an agricultural tariff tracker. Uh, it says, are you exporting or importing? <laughs> so you check whether you're exporting or importing. Dude, uh, then you somebody select had your partner. to get fired from doing this. Someone I don't know. Fired. So you can pick Wakanda on there. Of course, it's since been been dropped um, from the list and you can't do it oh, anymore. Damn. This is an actual picture of Wakanda from oh the movies. Uh, so, so if do you we look, trade this like is vibranium? like vibranium. Do we trade vibranium with them? Right. So, so here's what? a here's a list of actual things that, according to this test and that was in the system that we had traded with them. Uh, it looks like live sheep, live geese, live ducks, uh, buffalo, purebred breeding buffaloes. Uh, weapons. There's a rhinos. well. Oh, there's a shit. funny one up here that says "live asses." Uh, and, no. and yeah, that that's what it says no. on the list. Uh, ostriches, birds, bees. It, it's damn. funny to me that that something like this, and you know, I'm once again, we know that mistakes happen and stuff. Now, you speaking of vibranium. There was actually no USDA entry for vibranium, the fictional metal from space that is the source of Wakanda's power. Now, of course, we all know. Now, what's funny about that is supposedly vibranium is the biggest thing from Wakanda. So for them not to add it into this test is kind of funny to me. Well, I mean... Maybe the guy who made this didn't even know vibranium even existed because maybe he didn't watch the motherfucking movie. Well, I mean, he would have to know something to add Wakanda on there. Maybe his homeboys just told him, like, hey, you watch that good movie, Marvel movie, Black Panther? And then he just explained it out. I mean, apparently he didn't even know Wakanda didn't even exist. So, I mean. Well, I guess that he, he is the one that looked at it and said, wait, I don't, I don't think that's a real thing. So. Well, thank God he used his compasses later down the road to realize that. So. There's hope for there's hope yet for uh God damn, you have to be a dumb motherfucker. <laughs> you had to get fired for that. You got a reprimand or something, man. Come on, that's uh, that's nuts. I, I think it's pretty good though. I, I, I think God it is. God damn, dude. Yeah, I don't even know what to even say that. That's now Jesus. moving over to a real country, Mexico. Oh, oh was that what happened? This now? is of course dads that drink. So I wanted to bring up an alcohol story that I thought was pretty funny. That story is that you can, according to Reuters, drink like a Mexican kingpin, El Chapo, the beer that was launched by his daughter. Mm. Now, before we get into this story, just hearing that, what's your thoughts? (laughs) I can drink like a Mexican warlord, huh? So, like, is there going to be a golden AK there when I start drinking it? Or... I just thought it was like the blood of his enemies that's in this beer. Like in a skull? Like a skull yeah. of his beer? Yeah. Well, actually, it's funny because I can actually show us what it looks like. Oh, great. That's... So. His daughter's like, you got to, first off, you got to give it to that family. You got to give it to that family. They're a bunch of, bunch of money makers. You got to give it yeah. to them. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you can see right here, Cerveza El Chapo. It's got a picture of El Chapo on it. Uh, it looks like his younger years. And it says, Guadalajara, Mexico. Have a cold one. Have an El Chapo beer. That's the message um, from Alejandrina, Alejandrina Guzman, 
whose company has developed a craft beer dedicated to her infamous incarcerated kingpin father, Joaquin El Chapo Guzman. Do you think the dad had to give a thumbs up on this? You know, I don't know. The beer is part of the El Chapo 701 brand, which has already launched a clothing line and gets its names from when Forbes named him the 701st richest person in the world in 2009. You think the brush mad about that? Uh, I don't know. At at the time, he was estimated uh, to be worth $1 billion. Now, you asked for a description of the beer. I would love to give it to you. It's an artisanal beer. It has 4% alcohol. I, I, did, I, did ask for, I did ask for that. Okay, well, I'm going to tell I, you. I it's an artisanal beer. It has 4% alcohol. The prototype is a lager, and it's made up of malt, rice, and honey. So it's Just good. Stop. Just stop, a salesperson bro. for the stop. brand said. Stop. The idea <laughs> is for it to be sold at bars that stock craft beer. Now, sell cocaine at the same time, so it just goes with the flavor. <laughs> a 355 milliliter bottle is due to be priced at 70, uh, I don't even know how they do their 70, 10 pesos. So what that means is that's a lot of money. It's $3.73. Each beer is going to be that. <laughs> Hold on, dude. This is nuts. Like, are we living, literally living in this world where you can be a drug lord? Your daughter takes your name and makes a fucking beer out of it that costs three bucks. Yeah. Is this and I'll bet you money that they, they sell it in the United States. Would you buy it? I think for the... You know, you I don't know. Oh, that, my God. No, I don't, I don't think you I would. would. Here's, you would. Here's why. Even for the... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Even for the the funny factor or the uh, conversation starter. I just don't think I could back him up, man. Like I, I, I it's think not it's backing him up is backing his daughter up, which is paying for legal fees. I, I look shit. I got enough kids to take care of. I'm not taking care of his <laughs> man. What are you talking about? He got life in prison. He ain't going nowhere. He, I, I got though. that. I, so what <laughs> legal fees is he paying for? He's done. Right. I, yeah, I, I you know, I, mean, I don't the family know. They got to make. Okay, I so think you're, it, you're hitting on the family from selling drugs and making millions off of that. But now she's trying to go legit, and now you're hitting. Them. Come on, man! You gotta, you gotta, you gotta support, support a good cause. Come yeah. on, man! I, I don't know. She's Would trying. you buy it? Fuck no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think so. One, it, it, one. I don't trust what's in there. No, 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 not at all. You know they sprinkle some cocaine in there. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. You have a random drug test. You end up getting fired for having an El Chapo beer. They're using El Chapo beer to smuggle more cocaine in because they're like fitting it through the trucks. That's that's exactly what they're going to do. Oh, Lord. Yeah. They'll never get over the border with this beer ever. They're going to get stopped at every checkpoint for the, like, They'll always be late for their deliveries because everyone's going to So do you think, because it doesn't say in here, do you think that they'll sell it in the United States? Fuck no. They'll never get, I mean, I'll never say never because we got Donald Trump as a president, but let's say this. I, I would highly doubt that any company would sell this beer other than as a novelty factor. Factor. I can, but I've I can. been wrong before, so we'll see. But I still think it's funny. I still think it's fucking hilarious. Yeah, I, 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 oh, I, I think it. I think it's pretty funny that there's a clothing line, that there's a beer line, that there's all these things. I, I think it's pretty who's good. Buying the clothes. I want to know who's buying the clothes. Well, you know, I, you know what? I'm gonna. 
I'm gonna have to look up uh, this clothing line <laughs> just to see what the clothes look like. So you're gonna have to give me Yo. a second. No, is it stereotyping if they're all like like Sancho boots and shit like that? Like, to well, we're numbers, about to find it? out. Okay, so what it is is uh, it looks like just a bunch of like bullshit. No, I, here, let me. <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me bring this up on the screen. I'm too sober. I'm too sober for this. Way too sober for this. All right, so so here's some of the clothes that it looks like. Uh, we got a long sleeve shirt that says Joaquin Guzman, aka El Chapo. That goes for fifteen dollars. Yeah, uh, not, not too too bad price. We got some hoodies. Got a hoodie. Um, hoodie oh, sell. Yeah, the, those aren't his. Hold on. Those aren't his. Uh, we have another one with his picture on it. What the fuck, bro? These are the worst design clothes I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Th this one actually says number 701, street official billionaire. The 60th. This is all on the front of the shirt. The 60th of 68 most powerful people in the world. Joaquin El Chapo Guzman from ghetto to a billionaire. That's all on the front of the shirt. Jeez That's busy Christ. as shit. Like well, you need no to worse. focus on Bro, you this is this is no worse than people wearing affliction shirts still or grunt style shirts. And yes, I said something about grunt style. If you're wearing grunt style, go get a regular fucking t-shirt. Okay. Those shirts suck. I don't care what anyone says. And yes, I'm a vet who's saying this. No vet worth his shit is going to buy grunt-style shirts. I, I don't care what anybody else says. Those are horribly designed fucking shirts, just like this 701 El Chapo shirt. Well, so here we got uh, this one is NWA, Narcos no, with Attitude, no, straight no. out of Sinaloa. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, they got a couple of different ideas. Oh, uh, my Lord. Yeah. You know, they got a couple different things you can. That's some nice looking stuff. Narcos with attitude. Oh my god! And you know what the bad part? I bet people are wearing that shit all all over the place down there too. I bet they're wearing it in the United States. I'll bet you money they're wearing it in the United States. Oh yeah, of course. I mean, why wouldn't they wear? If you if you know, like I said, like you said, I mean. Now it's quote unquote they're going legal, they're going legit, and they're making money. God damn it. Capitalism mean, at its best, man. I don't capitalism know at its it. finest. I will absolutely I, agree with you on I that. I don't know what they even say to that, man. God damn. Jesus. <laughs> well, so are you a Mortal Kombat fan? I used to be. I used to be, but then I kept losing all the time, so I just stopped playing it. So it's okay. been it hasn't been like fifteen years since I played a Mortal Kombat game. Okay. So you know that the companies like Arcade One Up and stuff like that, they have actual arcade games you can buy that were the originals to the arcade you can put in your home, and they're between $150 and $300. Now mm -hmm. I've bought two of these so far. For they're good. Yeah, they're they're excellent. They look just like the arcade game. They have all the the art and everything. Do you kick um, it when you lose? No, no, because oh. I don't. Uh, you got to be real careful with them. It, it's uh, 
it's a lot of fun though. It, it's a lot of uh, arcade memories and stuff like that. But what I wanted to talk about next was that the Mortal Kombat collection, which is probably close to the ones that you played like Mortal Kombat one, two, three, I'm sure that's the ones that you're talking about yeah. since it's been so long since you played them, they are getting ready to leak uh, or excuse me, a leak had revealed that online re-releases for the originals, the first three Mortal Kombat games could come back as a revamped bundle. Now, would you buy something like that? No. Really? I I think that... I just told you I used to get my ass kicked at that game all I, the time. Why the and, fuck and I want to relive those rumors? Well, and I get it, but I, I think that I would buy it strictly for the nostalgia of it. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I, I don't want those traumatizing memories again. No, I'm good. Because when I say I usually get my ass kicked, I usually get my ass kicked. Like I was like, man, why am I even playing video games anymore? I used to get beat. So, no, I'm good. I'll pass. Good idea, though, but I'll pass. Well, so uh, over at Den of Geek, um, these guys say that an entry titled Mortal Kombat Collection Online was apparently added uh, to the Peggy rating database. And although it looked, huh? What is that? The Peggy, the Peggy rating, you know how you always hear at the end of the uh, video game commercials where they rate the games like mature oh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's what that so is. I think, oh. yeah, they say like Peggy something. Anyway, uh, it looks like Peggy has now managed to take the listing down. I guess they put it up on accident, uh, but before Peggy could scrub it from the record, IGN shared the news and screenshotted a little description that Peggy had posted. According to said screenshot, Mortal Kombat Collection Online is the original Mortal Kombat trilogy that MK fans always wanted. The suggestion seems to be that 1992's Mortal Kombat, 1993's Mortal Kombat 2, and 1995's Mortal Kombat 3 will all find a new life here. The re-release bundle will apparently feature upgraded art and gameplay, as well as adding online features to the old favorites. It's intended to be an incredible experience that revives the classics. And I think that's a, like I said, I think that's a great idea. Now, you know that, that all the Mortal Kombat stuff is really kicking back up. Mortal Kombat 11 came out uh, last year. 11? Holy shit. Yeah, I and really it's, been out of it. it is awesome. Is it? Yeah. Are you, like, I, people through walls and shit still, or? It, it's, uh, it's abs and I'm not kidding when I say this. It is cinema, cinema level effects in the game now. No shit. Yeah, it's unreal. And and this season with Mortal Kombat 11 and stuff, you have characters like Terminator that have been added in. Um, they have added uh, some of the old characters in this year, but they're adding all kinds of stuff. They're talking about Ash from Evil Dead. Um, just oh, for a, real? Yeah, just a lot of different ones. And they've really, in Mortal Kombat XL, which is the one that came out before this one, you could actually play as Alien. You could play as the Predator. You could play as Leatherface. You could play as Jason. They've had Freddy in the series before. So I think that they've done a lot to uh, kind of bring it into the new time. You know what I'm saying? Bring it into yeah. where, where people want to play. And and it's a lot of fun. And, and, and I agree. Those games, if you put them past the easy level, they, they do get hard. Uh, yeah, I used to yeah. play that played it hard and it was hard. I used to get my ass kicked, bro. He used to piss me off. Like you like, God damn. Like Raiden? I used to play against Raiden, man. He he would do those damn combos on me so damn fast. So to this day, I don't play Mortal Kombat. I was embarrassed way too many times. So I'm good on that. I like to watch it, but 
I think I'd like to watch Mortal Kombat 11's trailer to see how that looks. Yeah, I think you should. I think you should check it out. So, um, so they go on to say real quick that there have been a lot of rumors that this collection uh, like this, but reports suggest that Warner Brothers dropped the idea earlier this year. Perhaps Peggy is aware. Uh, of some as yet unannounced information that disproves last year's reports, but we can't be 100% sure unless a proper reveal takes place. So you look at like, until that time comes, we'll have to combine Peggy's accidental post with their own guesswork, uh, new features, fighters in Mortal Kombat 11 in the last 11 months. You know, the new Mortal Kombat movie is being uh, filmed right now. It's getting Excuse close me? to wrapping. Yeah. And it's supposed to have a hard R rating. There's supposed to be fatalities yes, in it. Yes. So they have actually done it right this time. So eh, I think we'll at this, I think at this time, this is the right time to be For doing stuff games. like this. Yeah. For video game movies. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, well, I think this is the right time to release something like that to maybe stir up some people that haven't been around the Mortal Kombat franchise in a while or maybe some people that want to be introduced into the Mortal Kombat franchise or see what it is. Do you remember, so, do you remember that old Mortal Kombat movie? How lame that shit was? Well, God, I, I so actually love the first one. The second one was a little dumb. Now, there has been a third one made. Was it as bad? No, it, it actually wasn't, and it was actually really gritty and bloody and i'm trying to think what the name of it was uh i own it um and it came in like a came in like a bloods and blades set i think is what the <laughs> is what the uh so you, so you're like oh man i really gotta have this i gotta have this blood and blades all all my shit yeah so okay so here i found the dvd real quick and if you haven't ever heard about it it is called uh, Mortal Kombat Legacy is the name of the movie. And I can uh, I can bring it up on the screen to show you kind of what it looks like. So this is oh that's man, you, didn't even, at all. you haven't even opened it. Jesus. No, I no, I've opened it. It's oh. it's open. Let me see if I can bring it up real quick on the screen though. Um, but it has like Michael J. White in it. Um, I think I've seen this. It's it's a really it's a really good one. The problem with it is is that uh, it was kind of a, a a shorter film and it was put into kind of broken up, um, kind of a broken up series kind of thing. So, um, there was I some. Really want, I really like to watch this new one, man. I hope they. You said it's full of fatalities and stuff. That'd be dope. Because I mean, that's supposedly over the, over what the years, they're going for with this. Over one. the years, they got more and more violent. So I can only imagine what they're going to be doing in this movie. Yeah. So it, it, it there's a lot of, um, there is a lot of uh, buzz going on about this new Mortal Kombat movie. And um, there, there hasn't been a be released. Yeah. So that's what I was, uh, it's 2021 is when it's going to come out. Oh, no. Man. Uh, it looks like January 15th of 2021. Oh, wow. So it's going to be like first of the year. Boom. Yeah. First quarter. Look at now, this. the only th the only thing I worry about with that is that uh, a lot of movies that come out in January, they're the crap ones from the <laughs> studios that they're just trying to kind of put out there. So I worry a little bit about that. Now, everything I've heard about it is real, but it looks like it's going to have Jack, Sonya, Kano, Scorpion, Liu Kang, Raiden, Shang Sun, Sub-Zero, Natara, Melina, Kung Lao. Nice. 
So it looks like it's going to have the whole shebang. Yeah, I, I, I think so. And the people that they're using for these characters actually look like the characters. So I, I am, like I said, I am excited about it coming out. I can't wait. I, yeah, I dope. think, yeah, I think it'll be good. Uh, it says plots unknown. <laughs> they're they're keeping really, really. I mean, you don't uh, have to even have a plot. Just have them all fighting. <laughs> just literally well, have and them I, all fighting. And I think that, I think that Mortal Kombat is is known enough. You don't need a plot. You yeah. really don't. I, I think yeah. that I think that everyone knows they're gonna be fighting and someone's head's gonna get ripped off. Yeah. Cool. I, that I, I think me. that that it is uh now the director Simon McQuoad, he doesn't he doesn't have a lot of filmography. Uh it so looks like he made a bad thing. Well, he's only been the director. He only has two credits, and that's 2014 and then this movie. So that could go both ways for us. That could be that he hasn't been tainted by Hollywood and kind of, um, you know. Got some good ideas in that motherfucker. Exactly. Like you said, like original stuff where he's like, nah, you know, I don't don't like that idea. I don't want to do that. I don't want to. Or it could be that he's brand new, scared not to do what the studios tell him. So, you know, where he went anyway. Yeah, they went either way because they're going to get my money. So whatever. Yeah, every everything I hear about it though has been good so far. Every little leak and stuff has been good so far. So, I think that uh, you have to get up early. I think we've talked about a lot of stuff tonight. Um, I hope that this therapy session for you went well. Well, anything's good. Anything's a good therapy position when you have a uh, beer involved. So can't go wrong with that. Yeah. So here's the thing, guys. We're going to try and do this every Friday in case something happens. Um, we're having a good time doing it. We're having a good time uh, having, you know, different topics to talk about. This is just a place where we can kind of go and hang out. We would love your comments. We'd love your questions. Uh, if there's something that you guys want to talk about, put it in the comments below. We'll look it up. We'll get ready to talk about it and we'll talk about it on a further show until then. I think that's about it for tonight. I know you got to get some sleep cause you got to be up early. I, however, am sleeping in in the morning. So I think I'm going to have a <laughs> couple more drinks. It's I already saw you with that fucking skull glass over there chugging down whatever whiskey you're drinking. Yeah, I'm drinking a Pendleton. I put the bottle up behind me. It's a it's a whiskey that's made in Oregon. It's it's excellent. Um, oh, you high class bastard, you. No, it's re- it's really not. I'm not really that high class. So, guys, if you like the show, leave a like for us. Subscribe to the channel. We want to continue doing this. We want to make this a regular podcast. We we would love your input. We would love for you to take part in it. We know we do it kind of late at night, but. We love doing it, so we just squeeze it in whenever we can. So until next time, I'm DJ. That's Chris. This is the Double Speak Studios, and this is what we do. This has been Dads at Drink, Episode 2. We'll catch you on the next one. See you guys. Yeah.